Hello everybody and welcome to the Natch 20 Review! We are Final Show Films, bringing you a wide variety of content every week. To see our other stuff, go to our website at finalshowfilms.com. And to help us make more, go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash fsfilms. And today, I am Sinsaku, also known as John. And with me today is... Pookie. Uh, William. It's a shadow chorus. Whatever. Units. And today we are reviewing Smash Up by Paul Peterson. Um, so, Smash Up... Let me pull up the document here. Uh, Smash Up is a shuffle-building game that starts with a simple premise. Take the 20-card decks of two factions, shuffle them together into a 40-card deck, and compete to smash more bases than your opponents. Each faction brings a different game mechanism into, into play. Pirates move cards, zombies bring cards back to the discard pile, dinosaurs have huge power, and every combination of factions brings a different play experience. During play, base cards, each with their own difficulties and abilities, are in play. You attempt to have the most power on the base from your minions when the base is smashed. Sound easy? How easy it was e- easy is it when an opponent's alien ninja decides to beam up your minions to other bases, flat out assassinate, flat out assassinate them? What about when pirate dinosaur player full sails in, in and releases King Rex to stomp your minions into the ground? Or when the wizard zombie uses their mystic power to create an outbreak, suddenly flooding minions onto a base from, from the discard pile? Or what if you faced a zombie dinosaur player instead and he created an outbreak of massive beasts all at once? When a base is smashed, each player in first, second, and third place scores points. Fourth place? Sorry, bro. Try harder next time. With eight different factions... Actually, there's more than that. This is the original uh, description. Smash Up includes dozens of combinations to try. Pirate aliens play different than ninja aliens, for instance. Which will you use to smash up your opponents? And did we mention the dinosaurs have laser beams? Because they do. Don't all dinosaurs? So we played with two of the expansions. We played specifically with Awesome Level 9000. And Monster Smash. And Monster Smash. Um, Mostly because the uh, original core version of Smash Up in our area is apparently not impossible to find. Um, I had to order it online to get it. But we, we also played, we also have the, uh, the, big, the big box of Smash Up things. Um, the big geeky box. So, like I just said, it's a, it's a shuffle building game. You take two various uh, trope factions, um, smash them together, and then try to smash bases. It's a very, very simple game. Uh, in the game, there are two different types of cards. There are minions and actions. On your turn, you get to play one of each, or just one, or none, depending on how you want to do it. And some actions let you play multiple uh, multiple uh, things. The setup is really quick. The setup involves grabbing two different factions, shuffling them together to make a 40-card deck, and drawing five cards. Uh, at the end of your turn, you draw two cards up, so you're always drawing cards. Uh, and at the end of your turn, if one of these bases has enough power on it from minion- from the various minions, power being represented by a number in the upper left-hand corner, ranging from one to, I think the highest we've seen so far is six. Yeah. Or seven. I um, think six was the highest we've seen. Dinosaurs might have higher, but we were playing with those. Um, and then add all those numbers up, whoever has the most numbers wins. Wins that base, and wins the is, is in the first place and scores the most points. Uh, it's a really simple game to play. I just explained the entirety of the playing the game in a minute. I mean, it's got the, the advantage of card games where all the cards say exactly what they do. Yeah, all the cards say exactly what they do, and after a little bit of finessing to find out what specific terms mean, uh, it, you know, they play. So we'll go ahead and 
since I'm done explaining it, we'll start with the uh, first experiences, starting with Pookie. What well, do, we, do we want to mention the one thing about bases having special effects and the victory points? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, to win the game, you get victory points, which you, which are awarded when you love a base. You have to get 15 victory points to win, and some bases have special effects, which, again, they say on the card yeah. what they do. Just, so, yeah. just figured... That's fair. No, that's to, just a clarification. Indicate the victory conditions. I see what you're saying. Yes. How do you win this game of life? The question is, you don't play at all. Anyways. Um, Pookie, what was your experience? The question is, you don't play at all. Exactly. Um... My experience was it, it was very easy to pick up on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had something I was going to say. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I love the. I love how you can just pick two different decks and put them together. I love the variety of the different decks mm-hmm. that you can pick and how each game is different because. One day you can be playing vampire geeks, and the next one you can be ghost steampunks. Yeah. And I love that it's like no two games would be the same. Yeah. But with that, and some of these I'll address later, there were many problems that I saw with it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I have a list of them for, for later. <laughs> I have a long list. But... It's easy to play. The illustrations are really nice, and it, it was just fun. And, and uh, was, was, it, was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. I think that's a, that's a yeah. really good way to say it. To, just to cap having it off. fun with friends. Yeah, of course. Um, first off, yeah, it was it was definitely very fun. Um, first impressions. Uh, it has the same issue that any that I will I will correct most card games have of you can easily draw a dead hand. Uh, um, it. Runs it runs across the issue of because you're smashing two organized decks together, you have to shuffle a lot before you get them properly distributed. Yep. Um, because you could draw a hand of all of your actions, all of your minions, or just all of one faction's cards. I think that's something that, that that's something that gets resolved over multiple periods of play because when you reorganize everything back together, they won't all be in order unless you do what you're doing and ordering them all. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> a lot. Of, a lot of players will separate them and put them back in order, or even then, just ramming the two halves of the decks together. You have to distribute the two factions across each other because you separate them when you stop playing with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a little... There's there's no combos that actively negate each other, so you never get a, strictly speaking, bad combination, but it does have a little bit of room for skill and experience with the game where I feel like there are definitely very good combinations. Yeah. Um... I have a lot more to say later, but that's first impressions. So, <clears throat> my first impression is it's gorgeous. The artwork is hilarious. It's well done. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's all, even the, the artwork for the factions that we don't have. They're on the big geeky box. All pretty awesome. Yeah, no, the artwork is great. The idea is great. I love the concept. Um, almost immediately into playing, I realized that it's one of those games. There are games that. Card games have the problem of sometimes you draw well, sometimes you draw poorly. But in this game, there seems to be an even number of action to minion ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, they have ten minions, ten actions in this deck. Yeah, ten minions, ten actions, and it f- feels like in most decks the minions were more valuable than the actions because that's how you take over bases yeah. and you play them down, and you're you're only going to play minions and the actions. 
do things to help your minions. And so I feel like the the ratio is a bit odd there. And you um I think by the by the end of it, everybody except for John, who had dumped his hand, had a handful of actions and only like one or two minions. Yeah. So it's I dumped my hand really quick. Um and then like Shadowcore said, none of the decks counter each other off. But some decks work really, really well together, and if you happen to pick a deck that works really, really well together uh, early on, man. Interestingly, I, I think the decks that are most thematically alike work the best together. Yeah, like the Mad Scientist and the Giant Ants would be crazy together. Yeah, like the 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 the, the werewolves they, they and the bear the same, Yeah, like the the, the the things that the the these are two big tough creatures. They work well together. These are two kind of weird finicky Dinosaur gimmicky gimmicky ones. They also work really well together. It's 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 interesting that you can all once you've gotten a once you get a feel for the game, you can you can probably just on site alone pick out which factions yeah. work best together. Um, I, so first impression, it was fun, but there were a lot of feel bads. Yeah, um, a lot of feel bads on the card drawing, a lot of feel bads in things that happen on the board, and then the I don't think there were as many. There, of there weren't nearly as many yeah. of those. The last thing is. The rules are short and sweet, but because there's so many combinations of how things work together, you end up with a lot of things that the rules don't address perfectly. Well, it's like it's like, but they do have that additional rule of if it doesn't make sense, the card wins. Yeah, but like even in situations like that, there was one where it's like this card can't be affected by abilities of other players, and it's like, well, what's an action? Because abilities isn't an one action, of their an action would be an ability, I would say. Is an ability something that's on an ongoing effect or a minion, or is an ability anything they can do? Because some things, say, aren't affected by cards. Some things, say, aren't affected by abilities. Are they the same? Are they different? What's an ability? And the little manual... Doesn't cover it. Doesn't cover it. it it's kind of that issue with magic, where, yeah, all the cards say what they do, but when you get to certain interactions, you have to call a judge. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, for, uh, for me... Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, artwork was really good. I drew really well in the beginning, and I, uh, I I managed to actually. I was actually playing very well. I was in the lead for most of the game, and then actually, bears. Actually, I was in the lead the entirety of the game until bears. And then you can't. You had that come from second place victory. <laughs> I think. I think what actually well, we'll get into it in a minute. But what actually cost me the game was um, you blowing up. The one that he was on because you knew he wouldn't you wouldn't win it. No, that was Holly who did that. No, it was the I, I did the one turn timer because I knew I could take that base on my next turn, and then Holly ended the game prematurely. No, 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 not that one. No, the uh, the one like two bases prior to that where it was sort of a run from first and second between me and him, and then. You just came in. Oh, no, no, it was a run between first and second between you and him, and then he had the advantage, so you just went ahead and blew it up. The Mushroom Kingdom. The Mushroom Kingdom is okay. what is what because you because you basically just gave him five five points, and that cost me the lead. That was that's like was the definitive point because at that point all I needed to do was get to like four more points, and then he just came from behind and was all of a sudden tied with me. Actually, you were still in the lead at that. You were at eighteen at the end. I was at sixteen, but then I got four points from when she blew up the haunted house. Yeah, well, no, I was at I was at fourteen, fourteen and thirteen. Because fifteen, fifteen, thirteen. Anyway, regardless, oh, yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. The, the, the game is swingy. Things happen. Yeah, the game was swingy. Things happen. But no, uh, 
it was still fun. Um, I, and I think I think I think we have a good different perspectives of places in the game to talk to talk from because, like I said, I you you drew a really bad hand. I drew a really good hand, um, and then I was in the lead for most of the place. Then I suddenly lost it. A couple, you were you were behind the entire time, and then I almost then snatched you victory. almost snatched victory. So you know, and then and then both Holly and William were very much in the middle of the in the you know in the second. At the third beginning, area. I started yeah. out really strong, and then just stayed there and yeah. didn't improve or anything. So yeah, so we have we have we have we have perspectives from the entire gamut of play. Uh, so let's go into things that you liked. Things that we liked and disliked, oh. or just liked first. Then go liked first. Liked. I have it's my the normal, list. It's the normal formula. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> things I liked is I love the I love the bases. Like I was just looking through these. Mm-hmm. Um, I love just all the different bases and how each of them has a different ability. And like some of the abilities may affect the person who wins the base. Yeah. And some of them might just affect everyone that plays on the base. Like Rhodes Paws them all. Yeah. yeah and there's there's just a really nice mix of what the different bases can do. And I like that one of them, uh, its ability is that it has no abilities. Like junk, the the Jungle Island. The, the one no one wants. It's just two zero zero. It's a cheap and easy. It's a cheap and easy two points if you win it. And its ability is that it has no ability, so nobody wants to go there. But if you want to go there, you're, gonna, you're probably going to get an easy two points. Yeah. Because everything else has an ability. But then you're going to have to put a lot on it. Not a whole lot. It's only, it's only oh, cost it's only 12. 12. That's it's only right. cost 12 to pop it. Never mind. <laughs> Not so much. Well, yeah, Steampunk can do that in one turn. Yeah. I contemplated doing it, but then I had my eyes on bigger prizes. Which yeah. were swiftly taken away from me. I ended up, not swiftly, by bears. <laughs> Shadow Quest. Uh, things you like. First words, bear cavalry. <laughs> bear cavalry, yes. Um, I, I definitely enjoy that each of the factions has a way they want to win. Um, you can draw two factions that want to win the same way or two ones that want to win different ways, but every faction individually knows how it wants to win the game. Um, Bear Cavalry, for instance, want to win the game by being one of the biggest things on the field and not being able to move, because who wants to fight a bear? Uh, they scare people away from, from their territory. Kind of like the opposite purpose of Cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> like, cavalry is supposed to be agile and swift. Bear Cavalry, not so much. They don't need to be. It's the Soviet Russia thing. <laughs> yeah. Um... Because the, the, the bear, like, bear cavalry is really good at scaring people away from their units. They've got a bunch of things that say, no, get out of my face. Um, You're just bushed. <laughs> You're pretty much bushed. Choose a base where you have a minion. Move all players' minions from there to another base. Yep. Just get them out. Um, and they're very, they're very big. They're very durable. Um, they've got, uh, su- uh, like, superiority. If... Uh, uh, and my minions there cannot be affected by my by opponent's cards. Uh, General Ivan, my minions just can't be destroyed. Period. Yeah. Um, they're very strong and durable. And versus the ghosts, which was my other faction that I was playing, who want to win the game by emptying their hand. Uh, they have a lot of cards that allow them to discard, and a lot of cards that have special which effects. I don't think you ever emptied your hand. That's that's one of the things that I'll yeah. go over on my dislikes in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got close to emptying my hand a couple of times. 
uh, with interactions with the haunted house, like playing the goat, the ghost child on the haunted house. Let me discard two cards. Yeah. Um, but they they want to win by having few cards in your hand, which if you can play it outright, it might help. But sorry, wait, was there anything else you wanted to talk? Because we went straight from bases no, into no. That's into fine. That's it. That was it. Yeah. The only thing you liked was bases. No, I mean, but I earlier I mentioned how I like the variety and okay. how no no two games would be different and how I really no liked... two games would be different. <laughs> Same. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, um, I just wanted to make sure we didn't and, skip over you. and how I like the art of it. Okay, I I just feel like I already mentioned the the other parts okay. earlier. My favorite thing about this game is just the overall feel of it. Between the artwork, the way it plays, the way you match things together, the way the bases interact with the abilities on your cards. there are, There's not a lot of vanilla in this game. You, there's not really vanilla creatures that are just big. They have all, almost all of them have special abilities. It's It creates a lot of fun, interesting, the flavor is on point. Um, it's, it's a glorious idea. Yeah. And um, from, from a flavor perspective... It's brilliant. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm definitely, I'll, 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 I'll second the flavor. Uh, definitely, my favorite thing about the game is just is it's the idea of you know, of of really reading out the names, like and, and what they do, like with with um, with werewolves and mad scientists, which is what I was doing. You know, uh, playing Frankenstein's monster next to a pack alpha werewolf and then jolting them both to give them you know bonus counters. Uh, just like adding the cattle prod to both of them to make them more powerful and more angry to then blow up a base and get points out of it. It's just like the phrases that you say, the sentences that you say when you're playing this game are, I, are wonderful. I sprout my potted plant. It becomes an ant hive queen. Yeah, you know, it's like there, there's, there's a lot of fun things. The flavor is fantastic. The art is fantastic. Now the flavor, going even into the booklet... The flavor continues to be on point. Oh, the rules. It uses the rules use a whole lot of kitschy, mm. bad sci-fi like language, like that sort of, like the the rules look like they were written by a B movie scriptwriter, you know, in and, the best possible way. In the best possible way, uh, the the tiebreaker rules are called tie fighter. Uh, the the end of the you know the end of the round is called back to your corners. First you know first player to move is called me first. The big score is how you win. Um, that like it 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 really is written by a bad B movie writer and it's fantastic. Um, and as a note, the font for each of the cards is different for the faction. Yes, they, and that's they, hilarious. They font for the names, not for the not for the yeah, not, not for names, but the font for the names and the numbers for the power. Yep. Are all also, different. that yeah, that's actually one something I want to talk about. Actually, the the design. So if you look, the back of the cards are all identical. It's the Smash Up logo on the yellow background. So it doesn't give away what faction you're about to draw. When you flip it over, the art style is different for each one. Each faction has its own distinct art style. Each faction has its own distinct uh, uh, coloring, colorization. So, like, the uh, insects have a different font and color for their title and action words than the werewolves. Also, the background of the text portion of the cards are different as well. Can I note that the giant insects have their text written in Comic Sans? They do? 
And also the the ba- the action background is sort of a chitinous white color, whereas the werewolves look like a tree that they've ripped the that they've ripped the bark off of. Um, I just like that it's written in Comic Sans specifically because it, it's supposed to be like in the style of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the teenage werewolf is written in like a bad wolf style, like where everything's like slightly weird and and vaguely you know gothic. Um, you know what. Bear cavalry, the the ability text is, is a bear's pelt. It's just yeah, on, it's it's just a bear's on bear pelt. fur. Yep. And, and like the steampunk, the the text is a very like gothic, uh, Victorian, you know, gothic Victorian the steampunk style text. Yeah, gothic Victorian style text, and the background are gears. And it's like aged <laughs> parchment. Yeah, no, it's gears. Yeah, there, there, there's gears, but it's on the, on the background of aged parchment. Yeah, gears on aged parchment. So it's 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 really good. Also, the flavor of the uh, the the bases is really good. Things like um, the Ninja Dojo, which is weird because the highest victory points are for the second place person, but the winner gets the ninja to, strike from the shadows. Yeah, but the winners uh, winners get to destroy a minion. You just destroy a minion. The field of honor. Uh, when one or more minions here are destroyed, the player who destroyed them gets it gets one victory point. So, like at that point, you don't even want to blow the base up. You just want to keep killing things there. That's probably the like the bear cavalry. That's where you, that's where you want your bear. That's to where sit you want on. your bear cavalry. Yeah, cause you, you just pull things to it, kill it, get victory points. Mm. Uh, factory four three six one three three seven. Elite. Yes, factory elite. Uh, when this base scores, the winner gets one victory point for every five power that player has here. The uh, the Rhodes Mall, where you get it has it scores zero victory points because it's a zombie mall, but you get a victory point for every minion that's there when it when it blows. So you want lots of little minions, lots of low power minions. You Who has lots of low power minions? Zombies, zombies. <laughs> you know, and it's 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 really sweet. And again, like just the Jungle Oasis. Has nothing special about it. Poor Jungle Oasis. It's the only base that has nothing special about it's, it. It's poor and abandoned. And Why is there an oasis it? in the middle of a jungle? I kind of want to give it a hug. I don't know. It also doesn't show an oasis. It shows a rock. It shows like a goblin rocket in the background in sand. <laughs> but uh, Jungle Oasis, and it has two zero zero blows for twelve. You know, it's just it, the the flavor is very nice. So now let's move on to things that we don't like. Also, well, one, one more thing that I like. It's really quick. It's, yeah, it's, it's really quick. The setup play. is instantaneous. Setup is instantaneous. Setup is instantaneous. It took, like, learning the game, it took us 45 minutes to play. Learning the game. Like, really, really freaking quick. Uh, Pookie, what did you, you not like? All right. It's a longer list. It, it's not a long list. It's, it's a longer list. It's, it's one more thing than what I liked. It's not a big deal. Um, something I was noticing, especially with the ghosts as I was looking through them, is that with the minions, whereas like the action cards, you've got 10 and 10 of each, and most of the action cards are completely different. You only have four different minions, because I noticed when I had the ghosts in my hand that I had three of the same minion in my hand. Yeah, I, I'm looking, I'm, I've got the, I've got the bear cavalry deck spread out right now. There's only four different minions. One of them is General Ivan. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different actions. There's only there's only two of them that have copies. There's a lot more mm. of the same minions than there are. Yeah. And yeah. one of the minions is like your big one because each deck yeah, has have, like one big, one big yeah, minion, one pack alpha here. So really, when you think about it, there are three different types of minions that you're likely leader. to get, and then and the, the big one. 
Which brings up another thing I did not like. Um, the the big minions, like when William was playing the Bear Cavalry, and you had who General was, Ivan, General Ivan, who was just what, what does he do? Six power and ongoing. My minions can't be destroyed. Yeah, he's amazing. And then like the the steampunk girl, like um, she's five got power. five power, and then it's like people can't hurt her or something. But but there are other cards that are like that. Like when I was playing the the Ghost and the Bear Cavalry earlier. Well, I think her, hers isn't. Um, yeah. It's no, is it? Your actions are not affected by other players' cards. But I already ran into two more of those cards in my hand earlier that I was playing. Oh, Incorporeal makes a particular minion not affected by actions, but a little bit different. They, yeah, because that protects your actions, not your minions. Okay, I, I still, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like some the the, the layers are are pretty. They're they're fairly they're they're unique, but they're not. They're not. They have unique effects in the deck that they're in. Yeah, but not necessarily in other decks. Um, like General Ivan is just amazing. Yeah, but I also had his ability in my werewolf decks. But you can only put it on one thing. Actually, I had board. I had his werewolf. I had his ability. Yeah, only on one thing, and I had. Well, it, and actually, I had both decks. I had it in Mad Scientist and Werewolves. There's an ant's ability that prevents you from destroying anything with counters, and almost all ants. Yeah. Have counters. Yeah. So like there there are similar abilities uh, in other decks, and that's right. And if you and if you happen to have the decks where both of those decks have that ability, it doesn't necessarily feel as unique. Yeah, so. I, I guess I I just felt like it when we were playing. That's fine. Also, good to note while there are only four minion types in one deck, you are playing with two decks, the eight minion types when you're playing. But that's still I, I 16 action types. I got a lot of yeah. repeats. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, another one or something that I think we all noticed and Units was mentioning was, um, uh, I believe in Magic it's called Mana Starved. Mana Starved, Mana Screwed, yeah. Yeah. Um, when, like, my first hand is all actions. Yeah, and there's no discard. There's no yeah. There's no there's no mulligan rule. Yeah, there's there's no discarding. A fact which the gamer deck makes use of. Mulligan. And, yeah. I mean, unless you get a card that says like, and one of the ghost ones says that you can discard. Um, like there are a few cards like that, but that's you can discard one card yeah. or something. If you have a deck that's all actions, and you can go about three turns before you can really do anything on yeah. the field. Yeah, that's fair. And that came that happened to me a lot. Now, one of the things they do to combat that is that you draw two cards other than one, so it's not quite as bad as ma- as magic is. But, yeah, but, but even still, starting with no minions, only having one minion in your hand. Yeah. I pulled, like, three sets of yeah. action cards, and I was like, where are my minions? Yeah. Yeah, I fair. know they have to be in here. No, that's fair. Um, I, I think that was really everything I, I had to talk about. Um, so I, I have one very major issue with the game, which is that just by the rules of the game, some of the decks are put at a major disadvantage. Particularly, I'm going to talk about the ghosts, because they were the one that I experienced it the first with. The ghosts have a lot of abilities that are active if you have two or less cards in your hand. When you draw two cards at the end of your turn, you have to have no cards in your hand to have that active off of your turn. Yeah. Because, for instance, the ongoing for the haunting... If you have two or fewer cards in your hand, this minion has plus three power and is not affected by other players' cards. 
That's great. If I have one card left in my hand when I end my turn, it goes away. Well, no, because... Because I draw two cards. Yeah, but on your next turn, you play two cards. But during that entire cycle, people can just get rid of him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. you draw at the end of the turn. If you drew at the beginning of the turn, I can I can work more with that because the ghosts do have abilities that you discard more cards. Yep. But because I draw at the end after I've done everything, it negates the ghosts a lot of the time. That's fair. And so there's 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 some there's some issues where some of the decks have an issue with the game. It's like it's not the situation of if game and rules clash card wins. It's a situation of just because of the way the game is played, the deck is suboptimal at times. Yep. So some of them, some of them need a little bit better balancing. And I think, yeah, that, that that's definitely. And again, with the you know, you're playing with two decks, so that's not, and that that's never really a severe him, hindrance. I mean, the ghosts yeah. at times can be in, can just can be completely useless. Yeah, at times they can be. It's but you st- at the same time you still have your bear cavalry. Yeah, I still, <laughs> but I'm, but playing with one deck while other people yeah. are playing with two is no. That's fair. That's fair. Um, my biggest complaint was addressed uh, the. Kind of the the. I know I've played a lot of card games, and I know that cards are random. This de- this game felt particularly. It's because it's even numbers. It. It's it's even numbers, and um, my biggest complaint with the cards, I'm I dislike games that have cards that are strictly worse than other cards, and for example, in my ants deck, I have workers. And soldiers. The worker has zero power, but it enters with two power counters on it. So it's basically two power, and I can play with the counters. The soldier is one power and gets two power counters. There's literal no downside. The exact same card, but the soldier is one better. Uh, the soldier also has the ability to move power counters from it to others. That makes it even better. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's like, I, I think the purpose there is that the worker gets around uh, a lot of those low power bases. But the low power bases are all for two or less. The soldier's still only one power. Yeah. There's nothing that restricts you from, like, that's a cool thing. The, and, and that's where, you know, like the drone, which is three power and gets one counter, you know, it can't yeah. get into those two power bases, whereas the workers and the soldiers can but there's a strictly worse version of one card or another, and I wish that they did something where, like, it's, maybe it's the a, soldier a, is two power and it gets one counter, and then the worker gets is zero power and gets two counters, and I could play with the counters more, or if there was some special ability the worker had or something, so that I don't feel like I'm drawing a strictly inferior card. Yeah, it's something that I noticed as I was looking between my deck and his deck. Like, all of the bears are very different because they've all solidified on these guys have three or four power. They all have roughly the same power, so they all have different abilities. Yeah. Whereas his, because they're playing with different power numbers, a lot of them have the same ability. Yeah. Yeah, they're all about shuffling power tokens around. Yeah, but but it just comes down to a version that's strictly worth another. And the other thing is, you have your one big dude, and if your big dude comes out early, you get a really good lead. Because I started my, my starting hand didn't have any of my really good cards in it. It didn't yeah. have any of my powerful cards. My Hive Queen was at the bottom of my deck. Yep. And I can't get to it ever. There is a note, however, that uh, if your big dude goes out early and... He gets destroyed early. He gets destroyed when the, when the base pops. I got around that by pulling him back out using ghost cards. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there, there's ways to play with it. It's, it's just that I feel... That, that exacerbates the randomness, is that 
I can start with such a worse hand than you. Now, the big thing, though, is that because you've got those workers that are slight, that they have to be slightly different from the soldier. They can't just be the same soldier because they have yeah. four of each. Um, because of that, though, on things like the ant place where you can you've just free put things two power or less, mm-hmm. you've got eight creatures that can go there. I've only got four. Yeah, but so I'm that, just saying among yeah. the ants, there's no. Just, like it's a, it's a answer, word. yeah the answer and while that fits in flavor because ants are fairly uh, ubiquitous yeah. uh, it does it is it is kind of weird I really can't say with the bears that there is a strictly worse minion among the like the, 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 like the, Cub Scout and Bear Cavalry both have three power but the Cub Scout if another minion moves to where the Cub Scout is the Cub Scout will eat it if it's weaker than him yep and the Bear Cavalry <laughs> when I play him down move another player's minion from here to another base yep. Which is a great combo. Yeah, if I can get them both down in one turn, which if I have the commission ability, I can. Yep. Then they work great together. Yeah. So for me, um, my probably I think my the worst thing about mine is um, the some of the so the, the 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 purpose of the let me rephrase the bases the way bases work. Do not interact with your cards the way you think they should, or the way you feel they should. Um, when 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 the base blows up, the creatures on it are just discarded. They're not destroyed, which is a which is a phrasing that matters. Um, well, it, because very, it's very important because general it's, it's, it's in the very important. Nowhere. It's very important. Well, it, it's very important. With General Ivan, you would get around that because General Ivan is no longer attached to a base. Therefore, General Ivan has to be discarded. But there are certain effects that activate when things are destroyed that you can make use of, but not if the base destroys them. And there are very few ways, at least with the group that we had, it might be different with other factions, there are very few ways to actively destroy other cards. You have one way. I have... Uh, a couple you have, actually. You have, you have two. You have. I have. I have two my. Ways. I have my Cub Scouts superiority, which is also if something moves there, and Bear Hug. So you got. You got. Th- oh, sorry. High ground rather than superiority. You got three ways out of a twenty out of twenty of your forty cards to kill minions specifically. To yeah. kill minions specifically. But hit, that the the the, the Bear and that's a, was and, the best. And, and that's and that's a deck that's designed to kill. That minions. said, the the. Cub Scouts make up the most numerous of my minions. They're, yeah. There's four of them. I've got... But you don't have... It's not easy for you to have things move there. Yeah. And they have to be less power. I've got two ways the to ants, kill things. Ants have actively zero. Ants have zero the ways to destroy things. The plants have one, and plants it takes an one. entire turn yeah. to work. And so it's like there, there are there are a lot of there are a lot of things that interact interestingly with destruction. Like there are abilities that when your cards are destroyed, they go back to your hand rather than going to your discard pile, which would which is a really good ability. But when the base pops, it doesn't matter. It doesn't get destroyed. It gets discarded, and that mechanically doesn't seem right to me. Like it just doesn't seem right to me, and it seems like there's a lot of interactions that are missed because of that. Because there, I can I can definitely see a deck that, because you only play two cards a turn and only one of them can be a minion, I can definitely see a deck where the objective is to pop a base, get all your cards back, and then play another guy. Like, well, but that that interaction can't exist because they're not destroyed. Well, here's the deal with the ants, though. The ants, when I pop bases, I pull all my counters off, so I'm basically pulling my guys off and putting them somewhere else. Yeah. 
but the card is still important. And and because you're not like I said, because you're not destroyed, there are certain interactions that you can't do. Yeah. And it just it's a, it's a feels weird. The, the game it's not a feels a, bad. It's a feels weird. The game has a bunch of feels weird interactions. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of these decks were made in a vacuum from each other by different designers, and then they were stuck together, and no one proofread to make sure that. And, and I'm sure that's not the case, but it does feel that way, and and that's that's a, that's a very odd thing to have in a deck that's ostensibly about cards working together to form weird synergies like in flux which is has some similar some similar things that that issue doesn't happen quite as often because well because of the nature of the game but um so yeah that, that's my big thing is that the interaction between bases and decks aren't as as correct as i feel they could be uh, and I think, and, and again, we're we're playing with a fairly small sample size. We only have nine decks that we're using out of the like I think eighteen right now. Let's see. Uh, there's four in the there's there's eight in the core, plus four, eight, twelve, uh, sixteen, twenty, twenty four, twenty six. So there's thirty two, thirty four decks total. And it's 26 plus 8. 34. 34. There's yeah. 34 decks total. We're playing with 9 of 34. So, you know, we're, 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 it's a fairly small sample size comparatively. Um, there, there getting may be, all those decks would be a heck of a fight. That's my other, too. that's my second complaint. Each one of these expansions is 20 bucks. Is Sorry, sorry is, yeah, it's, it's 20 bucks. Each one of these expansions Just is 20 bucks. Just each set of cards? Each four. Each oh, set of four, including the big geeky box, which only has one in it, is 20 bucks. <sighs> now, the big geeky box is meant for if you already have a whole bunch of them and you want a, pl- a good place to store them. But Red Dragon Inn has a similar thing with Red Dragon Inn 5, where it comes in this massive box. And it comes with four new characters. This, the big geeky box, comes with one new deck. Costs the same amount as a regular expansion. Geeks, because the the big geeky box has twenty six character, twenty six twenty six dividers. Then I there, there may have been expansions that came out. Oh yeah, no, no, because it doesn't have the Munchkin in it. It ah, doesn't okay. have the Munchkin expansion. The Munchkin expansion is new is newer than the geeky box. Um, it's worth noting that Red Dragon insets for around the same price come with four characters. Because you're slamming two decks together, these come with two characters. Yeah. Effectively, the expansions effectively come with two characters. the the core The core box has eight, so the core box has four full decks in it. How much is the core box? Uh, if you can find somewhere that has it, for yeah. Sale. If you can find somewhere that has it, it's about it's about it's about twenty thirty bucks. Okay, it's not much more than the expansions. That's really oddly priced. Then, if the expansions are, but like the whole thing is, it's twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks down the line. Um, so it's it's. It's 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 a larger investment than your than your standard casual game, and it, this is definitely casual game territory. Yeah, it's it's not as large an investment as Red Dragon Inn is, but it's still a pretty big one. Um, and and I feel and that's a problem for me. Like that's a lot of money. To it doesn't drop feel like you're collection. getting as much for your money as Red Dragon Inn does. Yeah, and this is even more of a casual game than Red Dragon Inn is because you uh, until you have those expansions, you can only play with four people and. And it doesn't. It's it. 
it's a lot quicker of a game. While there are technically more combinations that you can play, more more individual decks that you can play with than in Red Dragon Inn, because each two parts is a half a deck, so you can mix and match and make different it's combinations. It's still a grand total of four players. Yeah, it's still a grand total of four players playing the game. It's meant for four players. And each expansion is still a grand total of two possible players per expansion. Yep. So yeah, there's you know it's it has it has some gremlins there. Uh, let's let's move on to the materials, material cost because uh, not a lot to talk about here. It's, it's entirely cards. There's cards and there's dividers. There's nothing but cards and some dividers. That's why I'm not understanding the twenty dollar price here because this is like the cheapest I would think to make. This is. It, so it's it, again. It's it, these feel these feel like plastic cards. They do. They are nice cards. They they're, have foil. Yeah, basically. they have they they have a nice. They're they're still cardboard, but they have a nice plastic coating. Um, the art is gorgeous. I think the art is where most of the money goes because um, the art is fantastic. It's on point. It's lovely, and it's it a different art style for each different art the, style for each one of the groups, which means multiple you, artists. Yeah, you got multiple different artists. Yeah. Um, so it's a really nice to look at game. Yeah, the uh, the 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 geeks were done by Francesco Rico Torres, and the Bear Cavalry were done by Gong Studios. The werewolves were done by Alex Stone, and the ants were done by Marco Stobinski. You know, so yeah, there's a different artist for each set. But at the end of the day, they're making one, Dinobot two, three, illustrations. Four, did the plants? Five, six, seven, eight, I would expect nine, them to do the dinosaurs. They're making yeah. They're they're making like they're, 16 they're making twelve plus four more. Well, okay, so they're making 16 pictures per deck? Yeah. Dude, wait, does each deck come with four bases? Or each expansion? Uh, each each deck comes with, I believe each deck comes with four bases. Okay, so they're making 16 pieces of art for each expansion. And paying... Or for, for each deck. Four or five different artists. No, no, no. Four, four, de- four, four artists per expansion. Each, each artist making 16. Each artist making 16 pieces of art. So that's a good amount of money. Like, yeah. that's a good amount of money going to the artists, which I think is fair, because, uh, you know, mechanically it's, you know, and then some going to the R&D folks and the, and the guys that actually plan out the cards. Um, so I, I, I don't think 20 bucks is an unfair price point. It still just feels like a lot more yeah. than I like to pay for this. This, this, is, this, is, this isn't like a this isn't like a gripe against the game. This is just feel this feels like a missed opportunity because Dinobot Illustrations did the plants and Celine McCullen did the dinosaurs. I feel like Dinobot Illustrations should have done the dinosaurs. Fair, fair. Um, but yeah, and and you know that's that's a fairly minor gripe, mechanic, but that's really all there is to talk about materials wise. Is the card? Oh, those little cardboard chits are the cheapest chits you can get. There's yeah, not, the, the victory points. There's yeah. not really any artwork on it either. It's it's a number and I, a color. If you gave me Photoshop, I could make this. Yep. I have no training at all with Photoshop. Yeah. No, it's it's fairly simple. The the uh, the manuals also. Now the, the the manuals are pretty good quality manuals. They're uh, they're a very nice. They're still like playbill material. They're almost they're almost made of the same material as the cards. Like what is the what is that playbill material that you get like at really nice theaters? It's like photo paper, like but not. Cardstock? It's like no, it's, it's like thick photo paper. Yeah. Um, we, again with that plastic sheen on it. But to be fair, the manuals are also illustrated. But the, all the illustrations are photoshops of the cards. Yeah, those are photocopies. There's no photocopies. original artwork on the manual itself. Well, Except for the cover. <laughs> Which is just the cover of the box. Yeah. So, yep. no original artwork on that. But it still is a nice manual, and well done. And so, sure. yeah, the, the, there's still, there's not a whole lot of material here. 
Uh, how it, it, how would it's, we? It's not easy to cover the materials. There's not no, a whole lot. There's not a whole lot here. How would we improve it, Holly? Um, I would. Sorry, going back to my thing. <laughs> um, I would improve it. Uh, two big things: adding a round of discarding. Yes. So that at least one. Well, you you, know, can, you you do discard if you're over ten. You discard back down to ten, but that's a lot of cards. That's that's after you. That's been that's a quarter for a of while. the deck. Like a round of discard and draw, like you do in Red Dragon Inn. Yes, like at the beginning, like at least one at the beginning where you can discard and draw. Yeah. So you have a better chance. And then the other thing would be, I'd make more minions, and instead of having like three of each, I'd do like two of each. So that there's at least like an extra. I've actually, one. I've actually noticed that the minions go in order. It's four of your weakest, three of the next, two of the next, one of the big guy. Okay. Yeah. Still more minions. Yeah. Um, I think I, I definitely maybe a few that. less yeah. actions. I, I, I was about to say I, I, I feel like more minions, less actions. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. cut some of the actions out, put more minions in their place. Add, add at least one more minion type and cut out like two actions. Yeah. Ten of course. Um, move the draw step to the beginning of the turn, please, because a lot of a lot of a lot of decks like to play with the size of their hand, mm-hmm. and if you and if you move the draw step to when you no longer have control over over your stuff, you no longer have the ability to mess with how much is in your hand after you, if you put the draw at the end. Like moving the draw to the beginning means that you can then play with the size of your hand. Like, ghosts can get rid of as many as they want. Someone who likes having a lot of cards in their hand can draw more. Like, that also that also helps prevent dead turns. There were a couple of turns where I just had to pass my turn because I couldn't. I didn't have anything in my hand and that yeah, I could play. Was, I, had, I had actions that I couldn't play because I had no minions on the field. I had to go straight to the end of my yeah, turn that, and then draw. That's the other issue with, with, with drawing at the end is, like, I got nothing to do. Draw. Oh, now I have something. But I have to wait for another turn. Yeah. So moving the draw to the beginning of the turn definitely means that you can, A have an earlier chance to play the cards that you draw, and B, have more control over the size of your hand. So that's that's my big thing. Yep. Um, my big improvement, you guys are talking about action minion balance. I think it'd be more interesting if not every deck had the same number of, the same um, action to minion ratio. Maybe, you, between the, maybe between your bear cavalry is a whole bunch minions. of minions. And, like, your mad scientist is a whole bunch of actions. And if you want to, you know, be like, well, I'll take an action deck and a minion deck and combine them. Or I'll take two action decks and I'll just play control magic. Or I'll play two, take two minion decks and just swarm everything. The problem with that, minions are how you win the game. Yes. You have to have minions to win the game, period, in a sentence. You do. And, and, that's, <laughs> and that's the problem with the actions. Yeah. The actions... The actions are mostly useless when you consider how you win. Exactly. It's, and, like, and it's, it's, like, it's like milling in Magic. I will note that there are some action cards that will give you victory points. Like, in the Ghost deck, there's one that if you have two or less cards in your hand after you play it, you get a victory point. But It's, it's like milling point. in Magic. It's, a it's like point. milling in Magic. Which, I mean, I, but, then, but then you have decks that's entire purpose is just play your action cards and you win. Yeah. And now you've broken the game. Yeah. Um, it's not a perfect thing, but the ratio does need to be changed. And at the very least, there needs to be some that have one or two more, and there do need to be less actions than minions, please. And less of the strictly worse. 
I know it's like you get more of your bad cards, so you can draw more of your feel bads. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then aside from that, could somebody please clarify the language so that all the cards have the same language written in them? So that when you're going from the Geek's deck, which says no abilities can affect this creature, to another deck that says no cards, and maybe they're different, but the manual doesn't say. Yeah. Or we just need a really long FAQ that for the game. That was one of the things I didn't bring up that I was going to bring up. Yeah. About the uh, the clarity on the cards, on what they do, because I had we a had lot some of confusion. confusion. Yeah, we, we all had some confusion. Especially like like looking at the Ninja deck, the Ninja Dojo. Uh, the confusion about when you when that ability goes off, when you are considered a mm-hmm. winner, versus when you use, like, use the ability. Yeah, I feel like they've gone out of their way to make it very minimalistic. They've written as little as they could. They've made the manual as small as they could. They've written as little text on the cards as they could, which is nice for making it a beginner game. But when you have so many complex interactions... Yeah, as it, as it grows bigger and bulkier, it gets worse. You need, at the very least, a longer manual with a couple, like... By the way, an ability refers to this. Yep. For instance, instead of having the manual be the same between expansions, you can do the Red Dragon Inn thing where the manual is very specific to these, how these specific decks yeah. work yeah. with everything. Yeah. I'll agree. I, I, I'm going to second the uh, the uh, changing the, the ratio of actions to action to minions. That's, that's basic magic math. Like, when you're playing magic, how many spells, how many, how many instances of sorceries do you have per, per monster? Like per creature, typically you have like six instances of sorceries and eighteen creatures, and then the rest are all lands. It's like in a limited deck, yeah. Yeah, in a limited deck, it's like that's the, that's your that's your ratio: more creatures than than spells, because the creatures are how you win the game. In this game, the minions are how you win the game, um, actively because minions have power which affects the power of the bases. There are a couple of cards that might reduce this power to zero, but at the same, but at, ignoring those action cards, minions are how you win the game. Also, you are guaranteed to lose minions because they go away on the base. Now, you do if you run out of cards, you do shuffle your discard pile, and and it becomes your deck again. So you never run out of cards. But until you but until your deck gets empty, those things that are in the graveyard stay there. Yeah, the things that are in the discard pile stay there. Uh, so yeah, that that would be you know, change up the ratio. I don't think there's much else to say because there's not much here. That's one of the things that I, li- I like about the game. Is that there's not much to the game. The game is cards and nothing else. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Have anything else to say? Uh-huh. This might be a short episode. Final review, for, final review grade, starting with Holly. I keep debating on that. If there were a grade between a C and a B... Like a C plus like or a, a, B plus minus. Or a B minus. I'm thinking a B minus because with all the problems I had with it, like I said earlier, it's just fun to play with your friends. So yep. I, I think I would say B minus. Okay. I would, I would give it a B plus. I, I am a sucker for fun card games. Uh, I definitely enjoy a game that I can just slap on the table and say, let's play. Because... Um, the ability to, like I said, I like to hammer out a bunch of games. I, this is something that I can definitely do that with. I can definitely play a lot of games of this mm-hmm. uh, over the course of an afternoon. Yep. Um, I I definitely enjoy it. For all of its flaws, I will probably keep playing it and keep enjoying it. Um, but those flaws are definitely a, a, a note to beware for anyone who's looking to get the game. Yep. 
To me, this is the definition of a C game. It's fun to play, but for every really good feel-good moment, there's a feel-bad moment. And it's like, it when you leave it, there's a, that little bit of a sour taste in your mouth. Of, I don't know that I, I don't want to play it again right away. Maybe later. Eh. I don't want to play it right now. This will be the first time that we have all three points of a score of a score range put because I'm going to give it a straight B. Because in my it, like after talking with it and thinking about it, this in in my mind is the definition of a B for me. It is a game that I actively want to play more of. Yes, I have a lot of gripe. Yes, I have gripes about it, but I have gripes about Magic, and I want to play a lot more Magic too. Yeah. you know, um, like Magic is a game I probably give a B plus. Like if we if we were to review it like this, because it's a game that I actively want to play more of. Even though I have problems with it, even though sometimes there are feel-bad moments, even though there are things I don't like about it, it's charming, it's witty, it's fast, it's it's beautifully, you know, beautifully, art, you know, artistic. Specifically this game. We're yeah, like, specifically this game. Let's talk about this game. You, you, can, you can... You can magic's say what you like fast. about magic. Magic's not fast. <laughs> talking, about, talking about Smash Up. It's, it's, it's witty, it's charming, it's fast, it's, you know, it's pretty, it's fun. It's like even even through the issues, it's still fun. And quite frankly, I think this is the least amount of issues we've had with the game we've reviewed. And it's been the same issue three times: variety of cards, randomness of cards, like discarding and disc. Yeah, well, discarding counts into randomness. Yeah. Sorry. To, to me, it's just there are fewer gripes, but they're bigger. Like we yeah. we nitpicked the heck out of a couple games, and we went deep into it to find the flaws in this game. I was about to say because like a lot of us gave Red Dragon in a pretty high score for all the nitpicks that we had for it. Yeah, no, I mean, but and that, that's fine. I think I think Red Dragon might have been the highest score game that we've done so far. Probably, actually, Boss Monster was. I, it's either Red Dragon or Boss Monster. Anyway, the two. Red anyway, but but yeah, so yeah, a solid B, solid B. Uh, so we got a B plus, a B minus, a B, and a C. Okay. Here I am to be the most critical. I mean, hey, that's why, that's why we have four of us and not one of us. What it rounds out to is this game is fun. Play the game. Play the game. It's fun beware. with your friends. Play the game. Beware. It's fun with friends. It'd be one that i play if somebody else bought it. Which? Somebody else did. Somebody else did. Yeah, I'm not going right. to go buy it. So, uh, this has been Final Show Films, and this has been the Natural 20 Review. Uh, thanks for listening. To see the variety of content we produce, please go to our website at finalshowfilms.com. To help us make more, go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash fsfilms. We are only able to do this thanks to our generous patrons. You can be just as generous as Antitonic and Chris Comfort, our $25 supporters, for less than the price of this game. Even a dollar <laughs> is a notable difference, so thanks. And we'll see you next time. Say bye, everybody. Bye, bye everybody. Bye.